Hey, what's going on, sports fan? This your boy Antoine Smithy Smith. Smithy Sports Machine, the podcast. Y'all know how I get down, man. I like to talk about the hottest topics in sports. But before I get to that, you know, I got to talk about, you know, the entertainment business lost a young mogul, you know, and Nipsey Hussle. And it's know disheartening to see you know black young black entrepreneurs and positive people in general you know lose their life to essentially street violence and he was you know one of very few people to grow up in the same hood and open businesses and you know put you know positivity back in the community because the area where he grew up, man, it was rough. Um, and to see, you know, his life just taken senselessly, it's just crazy. But 33 years old, you know, it's not, you know, that's very young, man, really. Your life is just starting. And, you know, he has two kids, loving girlfriend, and, you know, just nice family overall. But if you ask anyone, you know, who can they remember that, you know, gave back to the hood, you know, you know, unselfishly just loving, you know, out of, you know, just because their heart, just because of who they are. Uh, I guarantee you, uh, on a poll of, you know, one to ten, I was, I would put it on the low end, say about three of ten, you know they can actually say that, you know, they had someone grow up in the same community to try to get the community back on their feet and, you know, just make a positive, you know, reinforcement out of it. Um, and one more thing before I get off this topic, man, I just got to say, um, we got to put the guns down, man. It's, it's to the point where it's just sad, man. Uh, violence is everywhere. Uh, people are being robbed, you know, killed every day senselessly just because, you know, people don't want to go out and get a job. Uh, either they don't want to get a job or, you know, it's just, you know, the life that they brought up in is monkey see, monkey do. And it's not good for any community, you know, you know, nowhere if it's in the hood or the suburbs or no matter what. No, just put the guns down, man. And it shouldn't have to come to a celebrity losing their life for you to understand that. And that's, you know, that's, that's all I got to say, man. 33 years old, rest in peace, young brother. And thank you for doing, you know, what you could to make the community, you know, what you made, tried to make it be. So my prayers go out to his girlfriend and his kids and his family. But when I get back, I'm going to talk a little sports because that's what I do, man. That's what I do. I'll be right back, my good people. This is former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, big game James Canada. And when I need to get my sports fixed, I tune into Smitty Sports Machine.
Hey, what's going on? I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. We're going to talk a little college basketball right quick. Final Four has been set for Minneapolis. Uh, Saturday's games. There will be Michigan State and Texas Tech. And Virginia versus Auburn. Uh, the Virginia-Auburn game will be kind of interesting because no one expected Auburn to make it, but Auburn has been playing a good team basketball. Uh, they force turnovers when they need, uh, and they hit critical shots. And Virginia, on the other hand, they snuck out with a victory against Purdue um, in, the, in the national semifinals. I'm sorry, in the regional semifinals, in the regional finals, and pulled it out in the end. But this game, you know, will come down who can hit more key shots because both of these teams are very good defensively. And Virginia is known for their defense, but they're known for also not scoring enough points. Will Auburn, you know, take advantage of that weakness? Uh, I think they will. You know, like I said, it'll be a, a great game. But my pick in that game, I would probably have to go with Auburn because I think they will hit more key shots than Virginia. Like I said, both are great defensively, but I think Auburn can hit more shots down the clutch. So I'm going to take Auburn over Virginia in one of the, semif- in one of the national finals. And in the uh, national semifinals, it's been a long morning. Uh, in the other national semifinal, Michigan State against Texas Tech. In my opinion, I think uh, Texas Tech, you know, with um, Culver, I think uh, it makes them very lethal, you know, in the Final Four, not just for the semifinal. But Michigan State and Tom Izzo, I think, will be too tough for Texas Tech. Uh, they got length. They have length in the front court which may pose to be a problem this time around for Texas Tech, who beat a great Gonzaga, a great shooting Gonzaga team uh, in, the semif- in the regional final. But Michigan State, uh, they took on a top-seeded Duke. They fought tooth and nails all the way down to the end. Missed a couple of key shots down the stretch, but ended up surviving anyway. And I think uh, coaching will have a lot to do with this game. I would take Tom Izzo over a very young Texas Tech coach. So uh, Izzo will be the key in this game. And I think uh, his young squad, you know, they play great team ball. And I think that would be just enough to take out Texas Tech. So I'm going to have Michigan State and Auburn playing in the national championship game uh, next Monday in Minneapolis. So Auburn and Michigan State in the final. I will give y'all my pick on that, you know, after on the national championship game next week, after uh, the semifinals are done this weekend. That's my college basketball right quick. Uh, When I come back, I'm going to touch on a couple of NFL topics. And on top of that, I'm a couple. And after that, I'm gonna touch on a couple of NBA topics. So y'all stay tuned.
What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I want to talk a little NBA basketball right quick. Um, it's been a you know a couple topics that I've been wanting to speak on. And one of them, the first one will probably be uh, LeBron James. Uh, we always talking about LeBron James. But the Lakers have decided, you know, to sit him down for the rest of the season, which I totally understand and I totally actually agree with. But think about the fans that have to suffer. I mean, yes, the Lakers are not going nowhere. Uh, yes, their season is practically over when their schedule is up because it's playoffs so soon and they won't be there for it. But you have to think of the fans' perspective of the whole thing. Um, the Lakers' road games, uh, LeBron James is one of the NBA's best, probably the top commodity that they have. And you have NBA fans that have paid a lot of money for you know see the best in the NBA play uh, they're spending their hard earned money you know the kids you know taking them out to sporting events and it's the only reason why I don't I, you know I understand why they're doing it but it's the reason why I don't agree with it uh, because you know you're shortchanging the fans and on top of that you know you gotta think about kids and know setting you know example for them and true he's been injured this year but you know if he's able to play you're paying him 30 plus million dollars to play for a season keep him on the court I mean I understand like I said I understand why because um, injury can occur you know anything can occur a freak injury and you're trying to prevent that knowing that you're not going to the playoffs and on top of that, hey, you waiting on next season. But I, you know, like I said, I sympathize with the fans on it. I've never been a fan of it, but I totally understand the financial and future part of the game. So LeBron James will sit the rest of the season. I understand, but I don't agree with it. Okay, next topic. Um... Rookie of the Year race. Uh, two top candidates, Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Ironically, same two that were traded on draft night uh, between Dallas Mavericks and Atlanta Hawks. Now they're both Rookie of the Year's top candidates. Um, let's roll with this one. Like um, Luka Doncic. Uh, let's be honest. Uh, he has more experience than Trey Young, you know, playing with professionals because. Signed a contract over in Serbia where he's from at a very early age. So he's like five years ahead of the curve and knows what to expect. Uh, he played on the national team, uh, the Serbian national team. So he has a slight advantage over Trey. And at the beginning of the year, Luka was on fire, burning up the headlines, in the headlines all the time. Still playing very good right now, but... He slowly hit that rookie wall where he's got to find his way to, you know, get the tempo back. 
But I think it'll, you know, pick up again at the start of next season. I think uh, it'll be better than this year. Trey Young, Atlanta Hawks, point guard. You know, I had my doubts about him at first. That first part of the season, he was still getting his feet wet, getting his feet up under him uh, as a rookie in this game. So it took him a tad bit longer to adjust. But now that he's got adjusted since the All-Star break, maybe one of the best players in the league. I know one of the best rookies in the league, but probably one of the uh, probably a top 20 player in the league. So, if you ask me, and going by stats from first half to second half, and the turnover after the All-Star break, Trey Young is that guy. He's hit a couple of game winners in the last couple of weeks. So, and his numbers are actually better than Luka Doncic after the break. But, um, Trey Young is, uh, Breaking down barriers with his stats. Uh, nine double doubles in the second half since uh, the All Star break. 24 overall for the season. Um, as you all know, he joined Michael Jordan and LeBron James as the third rookie to top 40 points and 10 plus assists in the game. When he had that 49 point game uh, a couple of weeks ago in that mirror, in that uh, double overtime thriller. But If you look at it, uh, to be honest, brutally honest about it, uh, I think Dallas has more talent around Luka Doncic than Atlanta does. But Atlanta's young team is turning around slowly but surely, you know, the second half of the season. Seems like they're gelling a little bit more better. And if you take Trey off that team, um, they go back to a 20-win, I mean, a 10-win team again. Luka Dunches, on the other hand, they have a better, you know, team around him. You take him off that team, I think they still win, you know, more games than the Hawks will. So you have to look at impact. And, you know, impact, I think Trey Young, you know, is just more impactful than Luka Dunches towards his team. Uh, points per game, uh, they're even, but they're almost even. But if you think... Um, Think about this. If Luka Doncic uh, was to, let's say, win uh, Rookie of the Year, and Trey Young close second, could they be the first, you know, rookie since uh, Grant Hill and Jason Kidd back in the day to win Cold Rookie of the Year? I can actually see that because uh, Luca has, I'm sorry, Trey has closed the gap just that much because uh, it was a runaway at first. But now, you know, I think Trey Young has a legitimate argument. So if they win co rookies of the year, would not surprise me. But that's my quick thought on that. You know, I, I'm picking Trey Young to win it, but I think Lucas' first half probably um, actually put him ahead of the race. But, like I said, that's my thought on that. When I get back, I'm going to talk a little NFL, and I'm going to talk that number one pick, Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. Will they take Kyler Murray, or will they trade out of the spot? I got some interesting thoughts on that. Stay tuned.
What's going on? It's your man, Raphael Haynes, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy. Did you miss me? It's a must that you keep it locked here on the Sports Machine Podcast. My man, Smitty Smitty. Yeah. about to wrap this one up but I got an NFL topic I want to discuss and I'm a further probably do it on my YouTube or write it on my blog but it's a foregone conclusion that Kyler Murray will be the number one pick in the NFL draft and I'm pretty sure of that but where will he be playing uh, I wrote well I'm sorry I did a video about a month ago on you know the Raiders may be trading up you know, to take him at number one. Um, if I'm Arizona and I need a quarterback, I'm trying to deal him, well, that number one pick, which probably would be him, to the Oakland Raiders. In exchange, I would get a quarterback and still a top five pick. So if I'm the Arizona Cardinals, that would be my thought to probably do that. Um, they probably can get more in another deal. Uh, with another team but will they stay up in the top five that would be the question they would probably get a lot more assets but they would probably have to move past the number five spot which is probably something that they don't want to do uh, the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback Kyler Murray uh, he might be a you know a sleeper to be you know a future Pro Bowl player you know a lot of people count him down because you know, talk down on him because of his height. Uh, you know, height has nothing to do with anything. Uh, look at the type of career Doug Flutie had in the CFL and NFL. Uh, Darren Sproles, another short, you know, undersized football player. Look how great of a career he's had. And on top of that, on top of that, look at Michael Vick. Uh, they had him listed at six feet. But I'm pretty sure he was closer to 5'10", 5'11", himself. He had a bit more build than Kyler Murray, but his impact on in, in the NFL, you know, is to me, athletically, as a, as a quarterback, is still unmatched. So, what what do you think uh, Kyler Murray would do? Uh, I just think, uh, I think uh, he ends up in Oakland for some strange reason. Because I just don't feel like Gruden and Derek Carr are on the same page. Uh, Gruden is looking for more of a playmaker at quarterback. Uh, probably so is Arizona. But I think John Gruden and Oakland can, you know, can switch up, you know, switch their thoughts around because they have three first-round picks. And I think uh, if they give up Derek Carr and that number four pick, I think Kyler Murray would land at Oakland. Like I said, I'll give more of my opinion and my thoughts on that. Uh, so, so just look out for it on my YouTube page, my YouTube channel, actually, or my blog page on WordPress.com. But that's all the time I have for today, folks. Don't forget to follow me on social media, Instagram at Antoine2WON. Follow me on Twitter also at FatboySlam underscore 21. That's F-A-T-B-O-I-S-L-I-M underscore 21. 
Like I said, my blog is on WordPress.com, Smitty Sports Machine. And my YouTube channel is Smitty Sports Machine. But, y'all know how I do it. Like I always say, my good people, catch y'all on the flip side. Peace.